Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. Today I have on Steven Jardim, who's on the cusp of adulthood. He's on today's episode to share with me his relationship with his dreams, aspirations, and their hold on reality. His life as a talented football player with a future versus the reality of a work life that grants him an earned wage. As a young man moving into a bigger world and becoming the next generation, his opinion on schooling, mental health, politics, and society are worth a listen. So I want you to do just that. Thank you for stopping by and enjoy the episode. thing you did for the weightlifting so we had a fundraiser and it was a benchathon so like you put your max and then i sent it to aunt beth and family members and it was like you put down let's say 25 cents a pound if i hit my max they paid 25 cents a pound so it was like a fundraiser for the whole oh that's cool and how much weight did you do 205 205 i had 205 once on one rep like years ago i have no idea what i can do now that's a lot though man where uh, how long did it take you to get to there well, I don't know. So I started, like, seriously lifting. I don't say seriously, like, lifting in the freshman year. So I don't know. I guess I say about a year. In the freshman year, I was hitting 170. So then that was about a year. Okay. About So how old are you? I'm <laughs> 17. <laughs> Bro, every single time I ask somebody on the podcast how old they are, like, okay, wait, wait a <laughs> second, wait a second. Uh, dude, I do the same thing. I give my friend shit for all the time. His name's Abraham. I would ask him, I'd be like, how old are you? He'd be like, I have no idea. When's your birthday? I don't know. I'm like, are you, you're stupid. But like, he would like go on with it. Like, he really had no idea. No, I mean, it's such a weird question. Like, I know what age I am, but when somebody <laughs> asks you, it's like, wait, give me a second. Wait, hold on. It's the older I get, the more I forget about it, too. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of like common. Like, that's, that's what usually happens. I, mean, I guess I should know. I got my license. Like, I'm 17. I don't know. It's weird you though. are weird. You're just dumbass. <laughs> you're so stupid. Wow, 17. Right, Mark, how old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> yeah, get it. We ha- How would you think, if we were just talking about it, I would just drop the ball on that. Are you I kidding me? You, you're stressing me out with that glass right there. <laughs> Holy shit. You keep hitting the table, and you're going to knock something off. Jeez, my God. And there's a remote yeah, here that doesn't even belong that. here. Yeah, I put mine all over here because I know I'm going to hit it. So if it's behind this, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get to it. Yeah, I'm really bad with that. Oh, my gosh. So... So what grade is that? That's senior? Are you senior? No, I'm junior. You're well, junior. Going into my senior year. Going into your like senior year. I'm a senior football player. A senior football player. Are you cool now? Is that everyone like, yeah, this is this that's a senior football player? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, so I played varsity my sophomore year, so I always had like some No way, really? Yeah. You well, played varsity played, in your sophomore year? Half a season at safety. Half a season. I don't know, bro. Football is foreign to me. Well, no, but so I started out the season starting and then a senior took my spot. But so as a sophomore, oh screw him yeah I started four games four wow games. so you're pretty awesome remember that time you were like probably in elementary school you played on like a uh, giant stadium or at the yeah, time at the yeah. time it was Jet Stadium because it was a Jets game mm-hmm. well no it, it's both stadiums yeah I know okay, but yeah, but there was, was the game, the yeah. Jets uh, symbols yeah, and stuff around they were it. playing the Colts yeah we played oh, I'm not that stupid that was that was cool that was so cool man yo yeah. that was incredible I still, I still sometimes find the video and just watch for fun yeah it was hell so yeah cool. you're a quarterback right yeah. Yeah, how tall are you? So, when I went to the doctors last March, I was 5'8 and 3 quarters. Okay. And the way, like, my growth was going, I'm actually slowing down. Okay. Like, plateauing, I guess whatever you call it. But, um, so, I don't know what I am now. Maybe, like, 5'10". 5'10". Like, I, on you my driver's it, license, uh, I think I put 5'11", because with shoes on. Do you think this is gonna, it's gonna stop here? You think this is it? This is your peak? How tall, are you, you taller than your dad yet? No. Your mom's holding you back. 
Dan Gerbino. Your, your mom's holding you back. That's <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because, like, they have, like, their graphs, and you show me the graph that, like, the rate that I jumped looks like I'm plateauing now, so uh-huh. I won't grow as much. But I, I, I want to hit at least six parts, maybe 5'11", because I think my dad is 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. Like a true 5'10", 5'11". So I, okay, so... So one of the reasons, and I'm gonna tell everybody like in the like the little intro I do for everybody. Um, not only do I want to talk to you about like the fitness and stuff, but um, everyone like I mean everybody, and I don't want to get give you a swelled head, so please you know <laughs> try not to. Everyone talks about Steven and football, you know. What kind of prospects do you think you have with like realistically in the future? Like where am I going? Yeah, wh- what's happening with you? So my so I got a new coach this year for football. My old coach, we think he kind of got pushed out because the Athletic director's son's coming in, and he kind of sucked. We got pushed out. Okay. So we got a new coach. He's from RBC. He coached in the NFL. He coached with Belichick, like okay. Patriots. Uh-huh. So he's here now. He was at RBC. He won a state championship. He's with us now, luckily. And I didn't start this season at quarterback, actually. So the what, first, did you, what did you start with? So what happened was, due to COVID, we didn't have any scrimmages, very limited practice. My one good friend, he actually started over me. And, I mean, it sucked, but so we had six games, so he started five of them. And then I, the last game, or two last games, the la- second last game, he got pulled. I came in. I did really good. Yeah. Like, I almost came back in that game, and then I started the last game. So we had our exit meeting. He was saying he thinks, not D1, but I might be able to push a D2 school. Like if Can I you keep. explain the difference to me? Like, I'm a child. All right, so D1, I mean, there's wide range of, like, D1, you know, like, Clemson, Alabama, like, those okay. kids are going to I know, NFL. okay, those yeah. are pretty awesome, yeah. D3, if you play a high school sport, you can most likely get into D3 school. Okay. Like there's enough out there that you could probably find okay. a school. And then D2 is like that middle range. Fucking Trapino is holding you back. <laughs> but um, then D3, D2 is like that middle range. I mean, like, if you're good enough, you can go past D3, but you're not good enough for D1. But part of the issue is that I want to find a good school rather than just going to play football. So, like, if I find a hmm. get a scholarship somewhere, but it's like a... Well, that's a smart thing to think about going into it. Um, I want to get back to that definitely later yeah. on, but no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but so I don't know. I mean, if I keep doing, if I hopefully if I do really good this year, uh-huh. I could probably get a scholarship, and especially because I went to a few camps and my academics are good enough that they'll I could definitely find money if I play football. So do you think there's a so you're you can you, they're saying you can definitely get to a D two? He he was saying how I he thinks I I I if I keep working I could go pretty far in. This next, the, your last year of high school, you think there's any way to stretch yourself into a D1? The issue is, like, D1, like... What's the, what's the issue? What's the issue? Well, part, height, I mean, like, besides the fact yeah, that, like, yeah. they look bad. But, so, there's, inside of D1, my one friend, actually, who graduated this year, the senior, he wants to go to D1 AA, which is D1, but it's, like, you know, they're, like, under D1. Like, there's uh-huh. so many different variations. D1 AAA. But, um, so... I don't know if I'm good enough to push that. I haven't done enough research yet. Like, I honestly haven't looked into college football enough. Like, I know a little bit. Yeah. So, I'll def- I kind of have to do more now that senior's coming to see what I can pursue. But um, I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't done enough. You know, so one of the reasons why I do this podcast is not only because I want to introduce people to other people, but it's, you know, I, I don't have a podcast motto, motto, but if I did, it would be like... Uh, MGC, like, podcast for the people, whatever. Something stupid, something corny. But really, it's about, like, you know, people following their dreams, doing what they want to do, you know, creating businesses, creating brands, um, finding themselves. It's not just, like, 
I'm this, per, I'm good at something really well. Like if I had um, some like scientist who wrote a book, like that's cool, but he's already there. Mm-hmm. And I would love to. And in the future, I'd, if that comes, if that's possible, I'd invite him <laughs> or her on, right? But you're on your way. And I, and I like opening that up and finding the journey to get somewhere because a lot of people feel like they're stuck in the journey, right? They're like, when am I going to get there? When am I going to get there? So it's nice hearing it, you know, from another person. Um, I feel like and you got one year. You got one year to, to try to – and they're already saying, hey, if you keep going at the pace you're going at, if you try a little bit harder, you got that D2. That's, a, that's the kind that's of what implied. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know for sure, but – Maybe I could do something. What do you think you'd need to do to get that D1 besides changing your anatomy? <laughs> um, well, so a big issue is where I go to school. So we had one kid who went, or two kids actually, a few years ago, who went D1. But they were um, like six foot. I think they are both like six four. So uh-huh. they both went D1. But part of the issue was... Like they were just the typical yeah, football player. I'm getting player. self-conscious just listening to you. <laughs> honestly, I, I'm I'm so fucking small. Keep but, going. Um, they were the typical football player, and they that year they actually had a really good team. So when the team's really good, college will go there and see. Yeah. You. So part of the issue is, ever since then we suck. So colleges don't. So they won't even make the trip out. Howell. They won't, you know, look for this player. So I don't want to, you know, sound, say it like this, but you're kind of in, in a. Correct way, you're kind of blaming the entire team. Well, no, I mean, part of the issue is like, I'm not good enough. Like, when you're younger, you start building your resume. And yeah, stuff. okay. And I was never that good enough to start doing that. Where, like, some kids will go to college camps and, like, you know, like Florida and Texas with big schools, it's like mm-hmm. once those kids hit middle school, they're starting their college process. Jeez. They're in there, like, you know, what do you they're call They're indoctrinated. It? They're, um, yeah, you know, like, text you here all the time. They're already in there, you know, I'm going, I don't want to call it, but like, you know, that's their life. Yeah. We're here in Jersey in our high school, our area. No one really, it's a different Like, world if you go to, here. like, RBC or Don Bosco, like, you're you're going to try to play D1. That's your life. Where me and Howell, I don't know. If I play, I play. If I don't, I don't. So, w- is this what you want? Um, well, that's what I was saying before, is that I want to, yes and no, but I want to go to a good school, but I don't want to, like, go to my one friend, like, Arcadia, and be like, all right, I got a scholarship, but this is awful school type thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, that's funny. Um, well, okay, right. Let's let's bring it back, right? Because we're going really quick. We're going really quick. We're spitting it all out. Kind of want to slow down. I'm I'm guilty of that too. Um. So I'm going to ask you again, but I'm not going to say, "Is this what you want?" I'm going to ask, "What do you want?" Like in life or with football? You've got the next ten years are going to be the the most. Next 10, 20 years are going to be the most healthy you'll ever yeah. be again. What do you want to do with those years? Um, like, what do you mean? Like, career? Like, what do I Anything, want in life? Anything, man. Do you, like, well, know, how do you so want to answer? How you answer that question will right, tell so me who you, what uh, kind of person you are. Something I want to do is, you know the um, super Roombas that people use? Yeah. I want to learn how that, like, I want to go to college and learn how that works. Like, what do you mean with how it works? Like, how to build one? Like, how the hell does, like, you write a code that figures oh, out you that did the, and build um, that. Didn't you do the robotics, like? Uh, I wanted to. I did it. But Gerard did. Gerard did. I yeah. want to. I want those people that don't, that don't know. It's uh, it's like when robots fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool. I've seen one of them. Yeah. But um, I want to learn how that works. Like I want to go to college and learn about that. Okay. So that's one thing. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I don't want to go get a scholarship to a school and then not like the school. I want to actually yeah. go somewhere where I could actually pursue that. You know, it's funny you say that. I was recently talking to my not recently, like a few months. I was talking to my father, and I was. I'd like to believe I still am. 
Um, but there, there's definitely some debate. I was a really good fighter. I was really good. Um, you for broke my your arm, right? For well, yeah, I broke my arm in half. Yeah, that wrestling. I I didn't like wrestling. I, MMA was where where was that? Like um, martial arts, all that stuff, jujitsu. I like that because wrestling. I felt like there's so many rules. I was afraid I was gonna hurt someone or break a rule and get disqualified, mm-hmm. and that. So I kept hurting myself by restraining me myself. But I was a really good fighter, and I really liked it. And it's one of the, my favorite things to do. And I, I don't know. I felt I, I'm in love with it. Then I really like writing. And I remember sitting with my father, and I said, "You know, you, I'm never gonna know if I made the right choice, because I, I, I stepped away from fighting, and I, I spent more of my time on academic things. I said, I'll never know, you know, because I, I, I have two loves, and I got to figure out, you know, which one's best for me. And at the end of the day, when I, when I'm, when I'm gone, when I die, I'll, I will never know if I did or did not make the right choice. Um, but everyone has to go through that, you know, not just me, you know. Shame on me for thinking that." You're going through that right now, right? It's where like you kind of you want the best of both worlds. You want your cake and eat it too. And people say you can't have it, but you're gonna fucking try to get it, you know. Mm-hmm. So you want to. Not only do you are you good at it, and do you love football, and can most of the people in your life see you going, you know, far with it? But then you you come out with what you just said with this robotics, like that's cool, man. That's so cool. So yeah, I understand you wanting to go because. If you said to me, I don't know what I want to do with my life academically, but I really like football, I'd say to you, then why not just go to football full force and don't worry about the academics at the school because it's your fucking life. But if you're in between wanting to be this, you know, academic robot superstar (laughs) and a football superstar, then it's like, okay, I understand you trying to figure out the divide. Do you, it's going to happen eventually. Are you ready to cut one off? See, that's, that's why, that's the issue with football is that I don't, like, it's one of those sports that you hear every old guy say, I wish I had another down. So, that's why I do want to try and play, but at the same time, like, I want an academic, but I don't want to stop playing football. Like, mm. like, you hear every old guy say, I wish I could be on that field again. Every coach says it. It's just one of those yeah. things, like, you know what's going to happen, but right now it's not. So, looking in the future, I'm kind of like, I want to play, but at the same time, I know there's other, like, I'm not going to the NFL. So, it's not like that's going to be my career. But it's just something that's you know part. You don't of me. think you can make it to the NFL? Not a shot. Not a shot. Not a shot. Not a shot. Even if you get to that D one. Yeah, even getting D one, I'm not seeing the like that. Even that's a stretch. I mean, I doubt I'm not going to. But would you try though? I mean, yeah. I mean, like I'll put whatever I can out there and see. But then you're already you're already lost. What do you mean? You said you'd try, but you also said you know you're not going to get to the NFL. So what's the point of trying? Well, no, but like. Not getting on I don't want to like cross examine no, you, no. but but like you put out the effort and whatever, like throw, I do as much as you can and whatever hit, like no matter falls, falls. Yes. That's what you're gonna do. There's this quote my friend wrote on my wall. I have not any wall in here, but I, I have a wall. My, I tell my friends to write quotes on it. One of my friend wrote a quote. It said, "All the effort in the world is meaningless if you don't believe in yourself." So it's like you can put all that effort in, but if you don't believe there's actually a shot of you getting in, what's the point? Well, so uh, the deeper thing behind that though is that I do love playing football. Uh-huh. So I'm obviously going to try and be a better football player, win for my teammates. And alongside with that, if I do good enough, then college will happen. So it's not so much me trying to play for college, but it's just the sport itself. Like you try to get better, you try your team to win, you try to help your teammates. Uh-huh. So it's all kind of in line. That's not so much just the college thing. It's just the sport itself. So you, so it's not, and you have a love for the sport. If we know it's very commendable. I, 
what it sounds like to me, I could be wrong, is that so you believe I'm asking you, do you believe you have a you know a better shot of creating robots basically or like going into uh what would you call that? Like uh a so major I wanna be so it's a computer engineering major. Computer I engineering. engineering. Holy shit. I I, I couldn't imagine that <laughs> No thank you. Um so do you think you'd enjoy that equally or more? Well, the issue is that I don't have like a true future in football. Yeah. Like, for okay. me, for me, it's definitely gonna eventually end. Like I'm okay. not gonna go to the next level. So that's why I'm more leaning towards academics than I am football. But the issue is that you don't want football. Like you don't any, want any to sport. End. You don't want. You don't, you want, don't to want to end. You know, eventually it's gonna have to. So that's why I'm leaning more towards like the academic route than the football route because the biggest future I have is college. Yeah. Maybe if I like even like the whole Canadian league and like arena, it's not worth it at that point. Hmm. Damn, man. Damn, that's fine. That's fine. Look, I I, I enjoy people that enjoy the things that they do. And people flock to those who enjoy what they do. And obviously, like, I don't like saying a lot of the things, like I just said, where it's like, if you're not planning to go big with it, why are you doing it at all? That's stupid. I don't believe that completely, right? But what I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that I understand what you're saying. It's like I love it, and I and I do it because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I have some kind of worth, and I'm good at it, man. And people tell me I'm good at it, and I'm gonna enjoy this in my life. This is something for me to enjoy, and that's kind of like a virtue: being able to see what you enjoy and not trying to, you know, milk the life out of it, you know, until it's nothingness. You're actually there to enjoy it, which is, like I said before, commendable. It's like not. I have a problem where I do that. Where if I do something, I'm like, if I don't get complete success with this, I'm a failure. So, like, you having that in your head where you're like, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. And whatever, like you said before, whatever happens, happens. But my goal isn't to, you know, be a superstar. My goal is to have fun and be the best version of myself as I can be. And, and if college happens. Yes. Happens. And I think that's honestly a problem not only I have, but a lot of people have, where it's like, they judge themselves so harshly on what they do and don't accomplish, and they never judge themselves on how much fun they're having. It doesn't matter if they don't have fun. They've got to accomplish something. I think it's a big problem people have. Well, I know like a few of my friends, like they're, they're going for this college, where I'm like, I'm there to win, but at the same time, I just, I enjoy, you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not the one shooting for that scholarship, go, trying to go to that college. I'm just, you know, you enjoy the sport. Yeah, I guess it's like, it's deadly perfectionism. I think, um... I think that could be a good way of explaining it. But, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, but there's two uh, sides to, like, every paper. It's, like, because there's people that say, like, what I just said was, like, I'll nev- I never would have made it if I didn't enjoy doing it, right? Like, I don't feel like I'm working because I enjoy it every every day of my life. Then, but then there's the other side where it's, like, big superstars, like, most, like, a lot of basketball players, they talk about it, where, like, it's hard work every day. They're, you do nothing else but the sport. And then, like, Kobe, um... MJ, like, they're all, they're, this is it. This is my life. And they become, like, crazy athletes, um, which is great. But then, obviously, that's how their brain is hardwired. Where it's you, it's like, if I make it, I make it. But the reason I'm doing it is not to be this crazy fucking, you know, millionaire. I'm doing it because I have a passion. Whereas some people, they're doing it just for the money. I feel like, in some circumstances anyway. Um, oh, definitely, 100%. So it's like, it's, it's another thing I... I I had um, a podcast with uh, my friend CJ, 
and he's a football player and all that. And we were talking about coaching. He was he went the um the church, right? Yeah, he yeah. was the one that Acid. was branding. Yeah, and he actually started a new thing. Well, I'll say he's he's coming on again with his business partner. Well, I'll I'll talk about that with him on the episode. But he, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, whatever. It's yeah, no, I I I, I go crazy. Um. For you to be able to do all this stuff, you know, for, you know, the fun of it, I think is, is missing with a lot of people. Um, and I know I have that problem, whether it's like with a podcast, whether it's with writing, whether it's with trading stocks, like I try to go so hard that I burn myself out. I think that's a problem a lot of people have. And a lot of people can't do that. And that's why a lot of people don't end up succeeding. It's a lot of reason why a lot of people fail is because they expect more out of themselves than they can give. But once you're able to cross that line and be like, I can give this amount. And this amount is good. As long as I just keep trying to give that amount, maybe 1% more each day, I'll be happy with myself and I'm having fun. Like, you got to pace yourself or a lot of people burn themselves out because they expect too much because they look at everyone else and then judge themselves off of that instead of looking in the mirror. Um, and I think you did a pretty good job with that. And that's like the whole, like, the text thing where their whole life is getting a college scholarship, going to the NFL, where yeah. us here in Howell, it's like a few kids are going to do that, but for the most part, you're playing for the sport. Do you think you're... in? Uh, nurturing like you being raised by who you were raised by has you know swayed you to think any different kind of way i mean like this way i mean i guess just knowing that i'm not going anywhere i don't know <laughs> don't say that well, that's no no not going anywhere. i mean, not like, a good in the, sentence in the realm of sports say out loud everybody's pretty aware that i'm not going i'm not going to the nlb i'm going to the nfl well we all we all you know wouldn't be surprised i i definitely wouldn't be yeah you, you'd be crazy <laughs> i'd be crazy okay I mean, if it happens, it happens. No, but, but like, um, ooh, I just hit the mic with my fucking water. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Shame on me. I've got faith in you, huh? Right? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing but, wrong with it. I know what you're saying, though. I remember walking on the football field. These people are, like, 12 feet tall. I fucking get it. These They're, they're giants. They're, like, ogres. I know. But what I wanted to say before I remembered, because I was talking to CJ about it, when we were talking about coaching and how some people are good at coaching, bad at playing. Some are uh, bad at coaching, good at playing. Um, and it takes a special somebody that's good at both. Um, and that's like you, where you've been able to find both sides. And sometimes the people that have both sides are the best players, you know? It's like, look, there, there's short people in the NBA. There's short people oh, yeah. in the NFL. There's tall in both. There's some that, like, are really skinny. Some that are really fat. Like, this, it's just... I I believe, I do believe that, you know, your genetics and how hard you work and what you're lucky to be born with does play... genetics? Have you seen the Gerbinos? Yeah, <laughs> are, are, play a huge role in it. However, I think... You know when they say it comes down to who wants it more? There, yeah. There's truth in, like, not... What's the... I don't want to say the lie to it, but there's truth and not some truth to that because some people do have it better. Um... But there are people that are born with gifts, with a, amazing talent, and they don't realize how gifted they are, so they end up wasting it mm-hmm. because they don't try that hard. Then there's other people who can see that they have gifts, can see that person, they have the strength, they have the you know the the height, whatever. I want to be better than them. I know I don't have that, so I have to work extra hard. The person who's better than you by nature will never be better if they continue to think they're great. But you know you're not great yet and you want to be there. So I feel like there are times, many times, where people, by just trying harder, by doing more, 
get into the NFL over the people that are gifted to it uh, with it naturally. It does happen. It no, do- I mean it. I mean it could. It could. It could. <laughs> it does though. It does. I mean, I. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, if that would happen, that'd be. It would awesome. be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, not you that you I want some new um podcast equipment. Yeah, go ahead. I O U. I O U. Um, I don't know. I I I don't want it to go away. You know, the, the idea that you know people could actually succeed in things, but I also don't want people to be you know blinded by hope because mm. you got to be realistic at the same time. So, I I learned a lot of things about you in the last. 24 minutes. Um, and it's that you're passionate, that you're realistic, um, and that you know you want to enjoy life. And I, and I think you you know that. I think you've realized that. And I'm, I'm sure everyone else in your family has too. Um, but I, I also think you got to give yourself some more credit. Can I, mean, I Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. Can I, I say that? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, glad we I agree on that. I understand that. I mean... Not that you don't understand sports, but I guess just from playing it for <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but playing football for so long, you can see the ones who do go, the ones who don't go. I mean, where would I fall? I don't think I would, but not that I could. I mean, if I do keep working, maybe something does happen and I freak out. Get well, a first, ultimately, but. it's ultimately it is up to you, and that's why the question we asked before was like, when do you are you prepared to choose? Ultimately, it's up to you. Yeah. You know, how hard you try, how many minutes, not even hours, how many minutes you put into that day. It's like, do I get off the field when everyone else gets off, when everyone else is already gone? It's like, when do I, you know, you know, throw in the towel? So, it, 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 a lot of it's up to you. And sometimes subconsciously, you'll make these decisions on your own. And I think that's what you're doing in a lot of ways now is because you, you're saying like in your heart, you're like, I, I, I love this academics I love creating robots. I love the technology. I want to do that. It's another one of my passions, and I I love it, and I'm okay with doing that, and I can see a fulfilled life doing that, so I feel safe in my head and my heart, and that's beautiful. That's great. That's great, Um, and as long as you don't feel like you're missing out on football, hell yeah, then it's also like that's you make no subconscious decisions because when you're on the field, it's like I'm going to go relax now. I'm done because in your head, you've you've already decided it's not going to happen. It's okay to decide that when you have something like your robotics. It's okay to decide it's not going to happen when you've got something new that you're just as equally in love with. But for those other people out there, which you're not one of them, but let's experiment. For those other people out there that have nothing else, they will decide, they will choose, they will doubt themselves and then just get off the field thinking they're they're not worth it. They are not worth this sport's time they're they're nothing. And that's awful. You don't want that, right? So when I look at you and you say these things, I understand. The one thing I just don't like is you saying it's not really going to it could. I don't know. You're right. I know you're right. I'm not an idiot. But the way you say it makes it sound really like you, you don't deserve to talk to yourself that way. That's unfair. Okay. Okay? I understand that. <laughs> I mean, so the one thing I have to say is that I from talking to my mom, what's the opposite of an optimist? A pessimist? I'm. Uh, that's what she considers me. So I hate. I hate that. I'm gonna keep going. Oh man, I'm gonna anger <laughs> your mother. I'm gonna anger <laughs> her. But um, I mean, I can. Not that I consider myself the two, but we always joke about how sometimes I do be like that. I, I do, do be, be like that. that. I do sometimes have that kind of mentality, so that 
I, I kind of see why I say that to myself. I hope she listens to this, by the way. I don't say anything bad. I've already cursed so many times. <laughs> this, is, this is it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aunt Jen. Anyway, continue. I don't know. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, that's just about it, though. That, like, where I'm saying, like, I won't make it. She, me and she makes jokes about it. She thinks that, like, I'm kind of pessimistic views that, you know, the world's shit anyway. I agree with you. I don't think that's pessimism. I think, and this is what I was going to say before, where I was like, oh, your mother is, I'm going to get angry at her. I feel like, I'm going to sound like so annoying when I say this, but I feel like the word optimism or positivity has been like weaponized to make other people feel bad for not being as happy as them. I hate when people say be positive. I hate when people call other people a pessimist. It's like the difference between someone actually being or no, the difference between someone thinking you're a pes- pessimist and not a pes- pe- pessimist is your tone. That's really it. I mean, like, if I say, if I jump on that, if I jump out of the airplane with a parachute, I might die. It's like, you're a pessimist. Once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, it's like, you're a pessimist. But if I say, yo, let's just, like, make sure we got all this stuff buckled up because we jump out, we might die. That's positive thinking, Mark. Let's double check. But this is, I just said the same thing. <laughs> I just said the same thing. The only difference was, like, let me make sure I buckle your shit together. Well, so the point is, it's like I hate when people say, because you're being realistic is what I'm trying to say. You're being pragmatic. You're saying, yeah, okay, true. but mom, look at the numbers. All right, let's lay out the graphs. Statistically speaking, based upon facts, it's unlikely. And I guess she's ups- upset for the same reason I'm upset, though, where it's like we, I'm aware, but based on the facts, statistically speaking, you have a way to make a difference, and you could increase the odds. And that's why the that's where the mentality comes in, where it's like you're being realistic, you're being pragmatic, but because you're telling yourself no, that's the reason why you won't be able to increase those numbers because you've already decided. That's I think that's the problem. That might be what she's thinking about. No, I guess you're not you're not wrong there. I can see that. So, but like, but you're so I'm saying it's like you're right. It's just you know it's whether or not you let reality be yours or someone else's. I I guess you're not wrong because like, I do have my outlet that this isn't my only venue. You feel you're you're making yourself feel safe. It's just something that you're gonna miss eventually. Yeah, that's really upsetting. I mean, like it's name of the game, man. That's oh, life. Yeah. But I I don't know if my mother listens to this podcast. I think she's listened to a few. But I haven't seen her in forever. Yeah, she's uh she's doing good. Still she's in doing Tom's good. River? She's still in Tom's River. Yeah, she's uh. Got a new boy, oh, not new boyfriend. She's been with him for a while now. She's happy, making a lot of good moves in life, so it's That's good for her. Um, but I was talking about positivity. Look, 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 look <laughs> I'm talking about my mother's boyfriend. She's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I don't even know. Pick it up. Where, 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 where we just leave we off? We're talking about what we're having. We're talking about how I'm comfortable with my outlet, and that's why. Like, yeah. it's the name of the game, and it's life that you, stuff ends. Yeah. Something about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was, when I came home from school, I was like, I want to write. I, w- I want to I wanna do YouTube. I want to figure yeah. it out. And then a lot of people, you know, like my mother or, like, any other, like, adultish or, like, uh, superior figure in my life would be like, well, what happens if that doesn't work? And now this is not a healthy way to look at it in a lot of ways. In some ways, it is healthy. But I'm not saying you should do this, and not everyone should do this. But when someone said to me, Mark, what if it doesn't work out? I would literally tell, tell them, then I'll die. I will starve to death because I can't pay for food. And that's how bad I want the things I want. 
is that I'm willing to die because without the things I want, if I don't have them, then living isn't worth it. And that's my truth. But I, that could be a good thing. Hold on, hold on. But for other people, people I know, right? It's like, okay, but if you want a family, if you want a son or a daughter or a spouse, if, if you want to, you know, have a home, if you want to have that car, if you want to be able to buy a boat, if you just want to go to, like, Disney World one more time in your life, whatever it is, if that's your worth, that's, if that's where you find meaning, then living is worth it for you. Then that makes sense. The difference between me and people like that, although I'm not alone, is that our worth is in what we do. And if we can't have what we do, then our life isn't doesn't have much meaning. And we will spend the rest of our lives trying to get it or die trying. Mm-hmm. And in a way that could be selfish, but you know, I don't you know, you know the uh, writer um Ayn Rand? She talks yeah. about like you should be selfish in life. Because you're the only person that you actually have to live with and you have to make your life better. You're not living someone else's life. Let them take care of themselves. You got to do you. And I kind of subscribe to that. So it's like, I know it's selfish. Like people are like, but Mark, if you're uh, depressed and you're homeless, it's like, but I'm going to feel so bad. I'm like, bro, it's not your life. Let me do my thing. Um, and I, I appreciate all the people that are helping me get there. But that's how I view life. I've got to do what I want to do. If I don't, it's not worth it. If you have, Steven, if you have the football you love, it's your passion. You play it when you're 40 with like your buddies that you go to the bar with, right? And while your son or daughter watch on the sidelines. If you have your robotics and you like to go and like make, you know, the battles in the arenas, like that's incredible. If you like going out, you know, drinking when you're of age. If you like going to play golf with your dad, I don't, I don't know. That's where you find meaning, and that is life. That's a that's a respectable and meaningful life, and you found that, and I love that. Like, hell yeah, if you have that, if you can find a way to find worth in your life without getting the thing that you've, you know, done for the last, like, decade or so, hell yeah. So that's good. It's good that you have that thing where it makes you feel safe. I just kind of wanted to understand or get you to understand that you shouldn't tell yourself it's not going to happen. Because if you're saying that about football now, what's stopping you from saying about other things later? Because there could always be an easier route. You know, so it's right, like yeah. I'm in this major. I'm doing a uh, uh, computer science or whatever you said it was, and then it's like, oh, but that oh, that engineering degree looks so much easier. It's definitely not, but like let's just you know yeah. that engineering degree looks so much easier. And I already have so many of these credits. Some of them will transfer. I'll just transfer over there. It's like don't make yourself feel safe. You got to make yourself feel that un- you know uncomfortable. Make yeah. yourself you know put a fire under yourself. You understand what I'm saying? No, no, that makes sense. I remember um one of my friends were younger. He quit football, and my parents would just say, how, like, once you quit once something once, you'll always do it because you always have that, like, now you're used to it, that you'll yeah. just keep doing it and doing it. So, no, and I, I understand yeah. that. I mean, like, and that's kind of what our, like, family values is. It's, like, you don't quit, finish it. Like, that's what my dad would always say. Don't, once you start something, you got to finish it. And I didn't always follow that. I mean, like, I've quit a lot of things. Um, but I, I'm a kind of, like, a different person. Like, I'll, I, I quit, um... Soccer, but that's because I was in a different age bracket and I'd be with none of my friends. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to have fun, so I'm not going to yeah. do it. Um, I quit wrestling because at the time when I was quitting, I didn't realize it's because, like, I hated wrestling because I didn't, I couldn't follow, like, all the, there were so many rules. Yeah. I was afraid I was either going to hurt someone or get disqualified, like I said before, but I loved MMA. I loved martial arts. I loved jujitsu. I loved kenpo, all, all that stuff. Um, so I quit because I didn't have the passion for it. I didn't quit because it was too hard. Um, and in this scenario, you're not quitting at all. You're finishing it, which is great. But um, 
to finish with like your chin down is kind of sucky. I I mean, how, yeah, I guess I don't know. I've never looked at it that way. I've never as more just I kind of always assume <laughs> you're not gonna make. We're it, open. So. We're opening you up, man. Yeah, that's the point, man. I, that's what we're that's doing. Weird. Weird, right? I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, but I've just, I've always been. So when I was younger, though, I thought I was going to the NFL. Every little kid. Does. Hell yeah! Come on, but man. Then, um, I remember my ne- neighbor. He went to Boston College, I think, is D one. Uh huh. And then we found the stat: like one percent of all football players, like youth players, make it to the NFL. It's like ten percent make it D one, and the only one percent. Like it's a crazy low stat yeah. that it's like. Yes. I'm not that stat, and then. You just kind of get used to it, I guess. So then you're kind of like looking at everybody else, see what everything else is happening. It's like, all right, it's not going to be me. Uh-huh. So then you just play the sport for the sport. But yeah, that's weird. But like I said before, though, that is a good reason to play the sport. You shouldn't do the other side where we said before, yeah. don't play the sport because you want to be rich. Play the oh, sport because yeah. it's fun. But then don't doubt yourself, you know, when you're, you know, right there, you know. Um, so there, like I said, there's two sides to every paper. Um, but it's interesting. I I enjoy just now, you know, taking t- picking you apart and figuring that <laughs> stuff out. That was a lot of fun. How'd you get into the robotics? Um, so ever since I was younger, like I always used to build Legos. I just, hell, come I was, on, I was, hell like, yes, everybody, everybody, hell did, yes, but, um, just the best, I still have bro. Some, I have the Millennium Falcon in my room. The I have like, bro, you had setup. so many Legos. I still so have jealous. Some of them up. I I used to have you know the big box full of like the assortment of oh, random shit. That That's too. the best thing, man. Keep but going, yeah. keep going. But um, so I always like building stuff. That over quarantine, I taught myself to code. Like, very basic. I need to learn that. But, like, you I made me. a tic-tac-toe game, but then I lost it. Very upset. I made a tic-tac-toe game. But, um, no, but I don't know. It's always just been cool because, like, and I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things that it's always ever expanding. There's always something new to figure out. There's always something new to do. And, um, yeah. something somebody I like, like Elon Musk, stupidest stuff. Like, the stuff, like, he doesn't create. Don't you wish you can do that, right? It's just, it's so cool. Like, yeah. it's just... It's a fun, like, I, luckily, I enjoy the industry, like, building and engineering that, like, yeah. you saw the desk I built, and then I j- enjoy building other stuff that, like, whenever something's in the house, like, oh, Steven can build it. I just, I enjoy doing that, so. Are you going to um, keep learning the code? Um, well, I, sadly, I stopped, but. Um, you gotta keep going, because I'm gonna start, like, like, if you figure, like, like oh, go to this website, learn here. No, this. so, I found, a, there's a free book online that I could probably find for you. There's, like, it's a series the issue was I got into the boring part of code, like lists and all that. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Well, I feel like you should go on like one of those learning websites, like Skillshare and stuff. Like they have code. Well, don't you have to pay for that? Yeah, but I mean, like, bro, no, you're yeah, trying to I learn know, how they code. Also, like, how cool would it be if you learn how they code and then you get? I think it's my phone. Oh, okay, I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, if you learn how to code and then you can get people like whether it's uh. Zach, or if you know somebody else, or, like, I have friends that can, like, animate, and it's, like, you can make your own video game. Like, it's so cool. No, Even when I was like, younger, I wanted to do that. Like, it's so... That's like, what I wanted like, to do. I wanted to make a video things, game. It's, just, it's fun. Like, the possibility, it's just a fun... In, like, engineering Bro, let's a whole go. fun industry. Bro, me and you, we'll learn how to code. We'll I'll both, do it. We'll, we'll both, learn. We'll both, we'll both learn the code. We'll waste our lives, you know, on things <laughs> people hate. It's great. I'm so excited. No, seriously, though, because I want to start... We'll talk about it later. I got a lot of shit going yeah. on. But, um... It's definitely on my list of things to do. So you got into coding, or you got into Legos, well, and yeah, that's that's kind of where it all started. But um, so and then Gerard did the whole robotics thing, like uh-huh. the fighting and the robots, which I thought was really cool. And I saw one of the events at my school, like I was at football, so I kind of walked through the event just to like, mm-hmm. you know. But um, and then in my basement, like I started like doing some electrical work. Very, I was just like you know plug and plug and chug. That's type super thing. dangerous. But um. <laughs> But uh, then, like, I built my own computer. Yeah. And um, 
I would I was always fascinated by like AI and like those stupid Roombas. Like how the hell do they work? Like mapping out Four, a house. Right? And then I did some research. Like they have like like in like um Amazon, they have like big ones that like do like actual like actual work. Yeah. And warehouses. Like that's like I wanna know how that works and how to build it. And I used to watch um like different YouTubers that would just build stupid stuff. Like I wanna be able to be smart, like know enough to be that stupid dad. You wanna be able to tinker. Built yeah, that builds stupid stuff. Like I wanna be that dad that just builds stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like if you learn how to do that, you're gonna have a career for life. Your kids And that's part your, of it too. Your kids, I don't know where they'd be, because you know, every generation time moves quicker, but you're gonna you you definitely have have a job for life. However, I think as the years go on, the competition's gonna get bigger because that's mm. gonna be like the big job. It's gonna be like mining of yesterday is coding today. Oh, one hundred percent. So that's gonna it, a lot of people are gonna do it, but it's also like it's not gonna give you lung cancer like mining does. So <laughs> you're gonna be fine. Um, but at, I mean, yeah. But at the same time, though, luckily it is a growing thing that there's yeah, always no, it's growing. More, but, um, like a fucking Tesla is gonna need them, you know. Exactly. Like I said, like you said, Amazon is gonna need them. You need a three seven GP out of college to work for Tesla. Really? Just, just in case you were wondering. I actually yeah. think I had a th- three point in college, in in community. Uh, I think. But yeah, I did the research again to there. I mean, I doubt I'm gonna work there, but yeah. um, no. But luckily, that's. Kind of why I did it, but I also just enjoy it. But it's one of those things that it would be, might be hard to find a job. But there's always a job open for that. Yeah. So. <coughs> well, I mean, like, like we said before, like it's it's good that you have both those two things, you know. And there's a reason for you to actually enjoy it. <sighs> I mean, like it's all it's a big problem a lot of people have, including myself. It's like finding something that you enjoy doing that you know seems worth putting years of your life into, and. Perhaps you can't relate anymore because you figured it out. And I know you're young, but maybe you were able to relate at one point. It's like not being able to know what you wanted to do or what was going to make you safe growing up. I mean, always at a young age, I always did want to be an engineer. So I guess I always kind of had that. And luckily, I was always kind of naturally smart. So I guess, (laughs) but I guess I kind of always had my own fallback. So I guess maybe I did at one point, but not that I can remember. So because... Including myself, it's like, it's scary when you don't actually enjoy anything, or at least anything that would make money. Well, I remember we had this Enough to live. Because, like, fucking writers don't make any money. Unless what they do you li- mean, like, film writers? Any kind of... Ra- film writers make less money than authors. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, but that's crazy. I had Johnny, I had my friend Johnny on. And he he's a writer for he's a screenwriter and he made he made me put a quote in his bio to explain who he is and he's like um it, w- it was like a screenwriter or homeless person we'll see and he <laughs> said the reason why is because most screenwriters are homeless <laughs> oh, wait, that's awful um it's because no they, the way they treat screenwriters in Hollywood or wherever the fuck you're going is really shitty because you can write an awesome screenplay then they'll buy it from you. They'll like change one thing in it, and your name doesn't even go on it anymore, and you get paid shit. That makes sense. It's really fucked. So you really, unless you, his plan. I'm like, sorry, Johnny, if I'm like explaining to everyone your plan. I think it was uh, he's gonna be a firefighter, and write while he's a firefighter, because that being a firefighter is a safe job, um, and you you live at the firehouse and and all that, and he's gonna write while he's there. He's an incredible writer, and I have all the faith in the world in him to be able to sell things. But I feel like. 
there's the only way to really make a living off of screenwriting is if you're also making the movies too. Like if you're the director as well. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like Marvel, like I, I guess like they do write their yeah, own movies. They, so it's but if you're just a screenwriter, good luck. Yeah, th- because it makes sense. you can sell. You can maybe if you're like a well-known screenwriter, um, or like if you've sell sold a few good ones, you can maybe like make a hundred grand off of one screenplay. But it's like, how often you make a hundred grand screenplays? You know. Yeah. Cause like a hundred grand could get you, you can live off a hundred grand depending on how you live for like a year and a half. So it's like, depending on like what your living situation is, it could be a lot less or a lot more. Um, so it's like, you'd have to bust one of those out a lot, you know? No, I guess that like when I originally said like, seriously, I was thinking like the big, you know, like, you know, the big, like, oh, yeah. big Marvel, like, how are they not making a lot? But that does make sense because they write their own movies. It's like internal where yeah, you sell it. Once you do that, you're you're yeah, you got yeah. nothing. So it's a it's a it's a really hard industry to get into. You want to do that at one point, right? I did. Um, I stayed. I went away from screenwriting because I liked, uh, you know, writing novels because it's like everything. They can't change anything. It's mine. Mm. It's mine. Um, and I get to create my own world. Like if I want to connect my books to like my other books, it'd be like. Oh my gosh, this is so cool! Like it's a whole universe. I can do that my own. The big Pixar theory. Like the big Pixar theory. Like I can, so I I can do it, and they can all screw off. You know, (laughs) Um, if they want to buy the rights to make a movie off my book, they have to do it the way I say. Otherwise, I'm not selling it. So it's like, that's one of the cool things about it. But also, it's like, there's more freedom in writing a book than a screenplay. Because in screenplay, there's so many rules. But also, it's like you can't have it too long because then no one's gonna want to make it. You can't have it too short. Because then it's just a you know, short film, and not people are gonna watch it. Um, with a book, it's it's a fucking book. So it's yeah, whatever. there's all all size yeah. book, make multiple books. Yeah, it's size. great. We were we went off the rails for a second. I don't know what the hell we were we were <laughs> talking about. I really don't. Um, but passions and stuff. We were going over that and how like um, you you c- making money, mm-hmm. right? It's hard finding out what you want to do in life because you have to figure out you got to make money. Okay, sure. Necessity. Yes, you're right. But am I going to enjoy life or am I just going to work every single day of my life to die unhappy? And then that's where uh, building a family comes in. That's where having hobbies comes in. That's where all that stuff comes in. And that's probably the normal person. But everyone's like that, including myself, where it's like, my hobbies mean nothing if I can't share it with the world. Mm-hmm. If I can't make something of myself with them, it means nothing. I, I can't find enjoyment. I can't derive anything from that. Um, so being, you know, 18 to like 26, 27, trying to figure out what you can do with the rest of your life, it's scary because most people don't enjoy what they do. They do it out of necessity. Mm-hmm. And that's really upsetting, but that's at least the way this society runs, where it's like, what else are you going to do? Well, you, you see that all the time. Like, yeah. that's a good job. You make a lot of money. All right, I'm going to do that. You, you see it all the time where kids just sometimes just do, a, like, a major. Like, everybody is a business major because you make money off it. Nobody yeah. actually enjoys, like, yeah. what, the hell, what the hell is a business major, honestly? Well, I was, I'm was i doing a business major right now, but I am I have to take, like, a year off because I can't refinance my loans. So now I have to work and pay them off. It might take me a very long time. It's all screwed. Um, But it just teaches you. You like the basics, like uh, like accounting, micro and macroeconomics, management, um, business law, stuff like that. Like the reason why there's another reason like school's fucked up is because when you go to college, you don't actually get to pick what you want to do, 
like all the classes. You have to take pointless classes. But the reason why they give you pointless classes and things that you don't want to do is because when someone hires you based off a degree, they're like, okay, I have a roundabout idea of what kind of person you are and what kind of education you have. If you've just randomly mix-matched a whole bunch of stuff and you came out with a degree, and sure, it says business or it says uh, science or it says humanity, whatever. Sure, it says that, but then the person has to do extra work in figuring out what you do and don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's that's why a degree exists um, for, for, for a big reason. Um, so it's just weird. Sorry, someone just came in. Don't worry about it. <laughs> someone was delivering a package. Um, and so when I tell when people complain, I'm one of them, about degrees, I say, well, it's because employers need to have a roundabout idea of what you do and don't know. Well, I mean, if you're going to college for a business, you can't just start taking random... You, no, you're right. You're right. But it's like, if I'm going to college for business, why do I need art history? No, okay, that, no, that makes sense. <laughs> you know that, what I'm saying? No, that's stupid. Why do I need that? Or it's like, if I'm going to... Uh, like the gen ed class. If I'm going to be a writer, if I'm going to be an English teacher, why do I need math? Why? No, I actually had this conversation with our cousin Jack about how part of the issue with college and school systems is that they force you to take so many, like, at this point in my career, I want nothing to do with English. I hate writing. I hate yeah, writing. Yeah, you shouldn't I read I hate read, reading. Like, I understand, like, up to, like, middle school, like, you need to write, read, and comprehend. But beyond that, like, it's stupid BS reading Shakespeare. Yeah, it's, like, it's also, What does yeah. that do for me? It's also, like, why do I need to know all these facts? Like, all right, business law. It would, it would For the test, I had to remember dates for court hearings. Why would I need to know that? Also, okay, com- we have to accept, society has to accept that computers are here and they're not going away. Mm. If computers go away, we have bigger problems <laughs> and whether or not I can remember what year... This guy tried this court yeah, like date, the, this court, whatever. The it, test should be like, can you comprehend what happened, not when did it happen? Like, they'll say, like, yeah, this is court right? date, what happened, why did it happen, what was it like? That yeah. I'd understand, like, just so you comprehend, like, the issues going on. But <sighs> remembering a date, like, I understand history class, like, people should know history. The thing like, is, you can look it up. You have a computer next to you. I, but I do understand forcing kids to learn that. But, like, like you're saying, like, remembering a date of a court case, when the hell are you going to use that? Understanding the court case, okay. But yeah. remembering the date yes, of the yes. court case, what the hell? And like my my stepmother, she'll be like, she's she's a lawyer, and if she doesn't remember something, she looks it up. An accountant, right? My friend's an accountant. If he doesn't remember the formula for something, he looks it up. Well, so coding, it's like a funny thing that when I read up on, um, half of them don't know how to code. Not that they don't know how to code, but when they when they're coding, they search up the code, copy and paste it. Like you, you they use go- like professional coders use yeah. Google to code. Yep. Like. No matter what you want to teach us, it's still at our fingertips. Like, it's right there. Yeah, and that's why it has to change. Because people don't like paying for things they don't need. And it's not doing anything good for anyone. People are losing money. People are are killing themselves. It's got to change. But I want to go back to the history thing real quick. Because history is important. Like, historians are one of the most important people in society. And they're barely used. Historians are so fucking important. Because they tell us what not to do and why not to do it because it's happened before. That's why I think kids should learn it. I mean, yes, I think people should learn history. But if you want to be a mathematician, you don't need to n- learn the year or date when this guy came up with a new formula. Well, that's what I was saying before about like your that. court case. You don't have to understand like the date, but like 
as long as you can comprehend the subject, yeah, okay. But that's it. Memorizing that on 1917, the World War One started. I mean, I guess that's an important date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you don't like, need to know. <laughs> Hiroshima, what's that? It's like no, we can't do anything about right, any of the world I wars. I think we get the point that it's just you don't have to remember the date. As long as you comprehend the subject, you should be fine. Yeah. So and another thing, it's like um, I had an, I had another date in mind. Oh no! When I was in one of my college math classes, we had to learn the history about Pythagoras instead of just learning the Pythagoras theorem. It's like, why can't we just learn, you know, the math? Why do I have to learn about this man? It doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, I guess if you learn the history of the formula, just so like if you're doing math, you'll understand like the math behind it. Yeah, but I don't need but to know just, about but him. I'm saying, but just learning about him kind of makes stupid. No it sense. doesn't make any sense. <sighs> look, look, I'm fucking. Going crazy. I'm going to start sweating soon. I'm saying that is oh. kind of part of the issue with school. I do force you to take stuff and they they say that it's like just to keep you like your mind like, you know, but so anyway, you learn how to. Yeah. The, uh, the, the point is the reason why you learn all those classes is because uh, employers want to have a roundabout idea about who you are and what you've learned. Um, and that's everybody learns. It's I know. Point. I know. It's got to change. But as of right now, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, it, so when you go to school and you do all that stuff. That's what you're doing it for. But so I'm actually hoping yeah. not to take uh, like the gen ed in college because I'm doing a high school program that hopefully, all, if I get good enough grades, my tra- my credits transfer. Oh, that'd college. be f- so, so sweet. I think I get so like sweet. a year and a half, something like that. Oh, but depending on the great. college, but hopefully I get rid of all those BS classes. Good, good. Hopefully, I mean. Good. Even if like you go to high school and you have to take all these BS classes and then you're expected to know exactly what you want to do with the rest of your life. How am I supposed to know what I want to do with the rest of my life when you didn't let me figure it out? So when I first, so the program I'm in, like I have no leeway, but that's kind of because I want what I want to do. But when I first joined high school, I'm like, all right, I want to take these classes, but I can't take that. I don't have time for that one. I can't fit that one. That one looks cool, but it's like, like they don't allow you like. They don't, no freedom. School should be about discovering who you are. It shouldn't be about like the school system doesn't work, man. And and I I know educators personally who have said it doesn't work because it's it's a factory. You come in, you learn exactly what we tell you to do, and then you leave and you go to work. There's no like, ro- there's no room for creativity. There's no room for ingenuity. You don't create anything. You're not allowed to create things. They are. You're here to work. So we're going to teach you these things. There's no there's no freedom. Like I think like in the younger ages, okay, at the le- like the um building blocks. Yeah, you, you need get, to know like, the basics. Once you get, like, yeah, middle school, high school. Like, if I don't want to, like, I hate English. Like, I don't <laughs> want to write. But why am I still taking, like, so I think I could, once you like, yeah. middle school, maybe middle school, like, high school, especially high school, like, let the kids, like, kind of choose and, you know. Well, that's all. why, you know, public schools are kind of going out of fashion. People doing more private schools because they could, they could pick what schools they, like, are suit them the best. But the state still mandates you have to take this class. Yeah. Well, that, that yeah, which that's true. It's stupid. And it's got to change. You know, because we, then we look at all these other countries that are doing so well. We look at the uh, citizens that are happier. And it's like, you go on Google, what's that meme? Wh- which is true. You can do Google on yourself. You look, you type in school makes me, and then the fill-ins are suicidal, <laughs> want to kill myself, unhappy, well, depressed. Well, part of the issue is, like, we, we had a conversation in school the other day how we're in Spanish, and most kids rather get the A than actually learn. Where like you have yes, like, some that's tests, fucked you up. two questions wrong, you're out of the A, you're screwed. Like that's like that's what I'm like too. It's it's awful. Like I don't learn Spanish. I Google Translate it. I put it in. I get the A. Yeah. Like the, he made up a good point. The issue is that you're trying to pass rather than learn right now. 
And that's a serious issue. Like, if you go to Finland, they're grading. And A is, like, a 75 to a 100. Where, like, if you understand it, okay. But the issue here is that some tests, if you get two questions wrong, you're out of that A, you hate yourself. Like, you're trying to yeah. pass rather than, like, actually learn. America's sucks. education system is a joke. <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's so it really ridiculous. Is. It's like, and a lot of people would defend it because it's all they know. And they think, no, there's no way. America's got to have, we're, we're great. It's like, but there's always room for improvement. But anyway, I want to go back to people not being able to figure out what they want to do with their, li- with their life. Um, it's scary because they were never able to, they were never given the freedom to explore and then they're out of high school, they're out of college, or they're going into college, or they are currently in college, and they're like, "What's like? What, what do I do?" I'm, and I'm they a, fall on a random degree yeah, they hate. They hate, and they're unhappy. And this, you know, suicide rates go up. You know, they're unfulfilled, and then they raise children to um, see how unhappy they are. It's like it's a, a vicious cycle, and someone's got to break it. It's like, fuck, man. So I was happy that you're able to have something that you love enough to be like, "Yeah, this is it." But then your downfall would be doing what you've d- done with football, where you say, but there's always that. So full circle, right? So I'm happy you got that. Don't doubt yourself. And be thankful that you were able to figure out, you know, early in life. That being said, though, you're allowed to change. No, I know, 100%. Like, it's like, don't, and if everyone out there is like, don't get, if, if you say to someone, I'm going to, I love business. I want to be a businessman. I'm going to create my own business. And then like a month later, you're like, I really don't want to do this. Don't feel self-conscious that you've changed your mind and don't be afraid to tell people you change your mind because it happens and you're allowed to, you know? know. So that too, don't be afraid into staying somewhere. You, you know, you could change, but, um, it's definitely, you know, thank God that you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're figuring it out. I don't want to say figured it out, but you're figuring yeah, it out. I would just always, I don't know, it's just, I, I just find it. It's just cool. Like, like I just, I it's just enjoyable. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the whole robots thing is enjoyable. Yeah, no, it's cool. it's cool, interesting. It's cool. So what do you what what are you doing right now to like get ready for that? Um, so I'm in this. It's called an IB program, and I mean it's not so much engineering focused, but it'll give me. It's supposed to like help you with college, so I'll get the credits. And I could do more in college with engineering. Yeah, and it's supposed to like help you get in a better college, but like that's part of these like my school doesn't offer a lot for engineering anyway. They're like, what, three classes, I think. So it's kind of like, try to do this now, get college over with, and then take the good classes in college. Yeah. But, um, I mean, besides just school, not much. What college do you want to go to? So, UT, but that, the UT Engineering, University of Texas. Okay, oh, oh, shit. But the engineering. No, he's not in Texas. It's COVID season. No, yeah. No, he's back in Texas. He's in Texas. Yeah, he went back. Oh. Last week, I think. Oh, but, okay. Um, the UT Engineering School is like one of those top schools, and it is hard to get into. Mm. But with, I mean, I'm hoping I get in. But that's a hard school. I'm also looking at Maryland, which has a good computer engineering school. But um, beyond that, I haven't looked too much. But um, definitely those two. Huh. Why? Why those two though? Um, I don't know. So when you search up the best engineering schools. Beyond the Ivy League, it falls to UT, and Jack goes there, and a lot of the family like Texas, so I always kind of liked it. And over the years, just doing the research, like, it, it's a good school. Yeah. And then Maryland, it's just, I, like, Maryland is also a nice school on the water, East Coast. Jack's going for history, right? Yeah. 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 He wants to be a teacher. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, I remember when you told me that? Yeah, I don't know. I just there was two good schools I saw I liked. I wonder how God, you know what history he's trying to learn? Like what? I don't. Because that must be hard to like. If you want to teach history, my God, that's like all the things you got to know. Well, actually, like that's an ongoing like education. But that's what kind of sucks. though, is like how you have some of those history teachers that all they do is the PowerPoint. They don't even know it. They just they just know it from PowerPoint after PowerPoint after PowerPoint. Where talking to him, like he wants to be that teacher that genuinely somehow teaches the kids. Yeah. Well, I had a really good history teacher in, in college, and one of my favorites. I mean, like. He would talk to you after class. He would talk to you. I would go to his office and talk to him. He lent me books. Actually, where's this book? He lent me. I bought. I bought my own. It's about uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. He lent me that one and this one. This one's really good too. That's about um, the life of Jesus Christ as a non-religious figure, just like as a human being. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, he was awesome. My history teachers are fucking great. So I mean, like, I hope Jack is becomes exactly what he wants to be because. We need more of that. Mm. I think, yeah. I always find that funny, though, because, like, they always say a teacher so underpaid, but so many teachers who don't want to be teachers just become history teachers. Like, I don't know why. Really? Like, the, well, like, like I guess the ones at my school, you could tell are just teachers just to be teachers. And, like, they they don't enjoy it. Like, they have not even their own PowerPoints. Give it to kids like that and give them a random test. Like, it's not even their own schoolwork, but they became a teacher. See, because the thing about history is that, like, the difference between history and, like, English and science is, like, history is, like, this is what happened. Write it down. I'm going to ask you a question later, and then you're going to get a grade on it. Exactly. What you got to do as a history teacher is obviously deliver the information, but then allow people to philosophize about it. It's, like, why do you think he or she did what they did? Going it's back like, to the whole thing, like, comprehending the subject yeah, rather than remembering a stupid date. Exactly. So it's 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 more about the the process and the decision-making of, like, a historical, you know, moment, event, rather than just remembering that yeah. it happened at all. Um, but even then, it's like, uh, why is it called the Banana Republic? And then, like, you'll learn about that, and you can explain why, and you explain why they called it that. But it's like, okay, let's get into the mind of these people. Would you have done the same thing? I think that's interesting, because the reason why we remember history is not just to sound cool and remember facts. The reason why we remember history and write it down is to not duplicate the mistakes you've made in the past. So if you can't put yourself into the mind of the person that made those decisions, what are you doing, man? Like, you got to really understand this thing. That's a lot of politicians should – this is my history teacher said all the time. Politicians should be historians, you know? And, like, philosophers back in, like, you know, before AD, right, like or, like, early AD would uh, be employed by politicians, you know, because, like, okay, I'm a politician. I have to make this huge decision – What's your what's your opinion, uh, Socrates? Like, what do you think? And they'd philosophize about it. It's the same thing. Like, p- politicians should be philosophers and historians. So they're just rich people that want to. But they're just, yeah. What's it called? Uh, the the term um, career politicians. It's bullshit. No, I know. Bullshit, man. Like, you should have like people who know economics, people who are historians, like people who have genuine ideas, like how to run it, rather than yeah. rich people who like you know the corrupt well, ones that just and are it there shouldn't to it shouldn't be just one person either. It's like. There should be a president for each thing. Like, I'm the science president. I'm the uh, economics president. Like, there should be, like, a representative for each thing. I feel like the president well, should... don't they kind of have that where, like, well, the president has his cabinet? It has of- his cabinet, but I feel like the problem is we only get the vote for the president. We don't get the vote for each individual person. I see what you're saying. I you know, and it would be hectic. I mean, like, we'd be voting every month. 
but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it would help. I mean, like, like the thing right going on right, right now with like the pipeline, like the oil pipeline that's like connecting Canada and America or whatever. It's we're getting rid of it, and we're losing all these jobs. And people are saying, "Oh, but it was so much healthier for the environment." And then the politi- politicians are saying, "No, it was really bad for the environment." Well, that's actually and, and really but, funny because so it there's so me and my mom. My mom is very um. There's always both sides, and both sides have their reasons. Uh-huh. So they got rid of the pipeline because the oil is bad for the environment, and they lost jobs. But in return, though, they gain jobs because they're getting drivers to drive from the oil because pe- this oil still has to get moved. So now it's worse for the environment because yeah. they have to drive it. <laughs> That's but, what I'm saying. But at the same time, they actually gain jobs now you have drivers. No, so no, they didn't gain jobs. It stayed equal. They lost and gained. So the amount of people that gained jobs and lost jobs is, remains zero. It's it's. No, but you would have lost jobs originally once you finished the pipeline. Yes. However, the problem is, is that those people that are working on the pipeline, they know they're going to finish. Oh, I know that. And they have a they they're able to plan to find a new job. Oh yeah. Where now they now it's just gone. You saw there was a guy who was saying how I just bought a car, bought a house, now I'm screwed. Yeah. Like this was his job. Oh shit, now I'm done. Yeah. And the the argument for it being healthier for the environment is such BS. It's like it's it's stupid. It, like how how is all these trucks, you know, listen, I'm a dumbass. Someone want to explain it to me? Go <laughs> ahead. No, but, but as far as I can way, tell, the oil has to get moved. Yeah, it's like, but why? Like, it's it's worse for the environment now. Also, it's like pipelines underground. It's like we we could pave over it with like not pave. We could like put they trees sh- over it. They showed it a picture of showing the part that's finished. They tore up a farm, p- uh, put the farm back. The farm's back to normal. Like they're regrowing crops. You won't. You didn't even know the pipeline was there. So stupid, man. Yeah, it. I mean, they have their reasons. The the reasons is money. No, the, I know that. The reasons, and that's what we're talking about. Career politicians, politicians. It's stupid because we. Cr- oh my gosh, man! If anyone, we all know, we all know our country's corrupt. Like most countries in the world, that's the issue. So they did a thing, like you know, do you think your country's corrupt? Yes. Do you trust the media? No. No. Like, that's an. I- <laughs> so that's a problem. That's, an issue. <laughs> that's not like, good. No what side of the spectrum, like Republican, Dep- whatever, wherever you're on. Like both parties think it, that's a freaking issue. Like, like everything with the stock market too. With like all the, even though the hedge funds aren't, you know, part of the political system. I'm like, they really are, but they're not actual politicians. It's like you're, they're manipulating the market. So, like, I, I wasn't allowed to buy shares of a stock. That's illegal. They can't do that. And you know what their excuse was? We're protecting you. No, yeah, I saw, I watched, he came on CNBC. Are you he had his reasons. I, it made, it was are you bullshit. kidding? And then you, you dig a little bit deeper and you find out, you know, people that are in the, you know, corporation are brothers or sister or spouses of someone that's a politician and they're all connected and they make millions of dollars. Well, do you know how Robin Hood makes corrupt. their money? Yeah. Don't how they outsource the stock to the hedge fund. It's stupid. The hedge fund that lost all the money, that's, they work with them. Yeah, like, I know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, but it's just, yeah, that's, it's, that was, it's bullshit, bro. Oh, and people are and and we're gonna keep living our lives. You know, we're, they're gonna keep taking from us. They're gonna we're gonna keep losing and losing. But it's going so slowly. They're not gonna realize. And by the time we have nothing, we're too busy blaming each other than blaming them. Oh, I know. So it's and, and that's kind of the whole big deal. Additional the issue is you can't become a politician without being that corrupt. Like it's hard to well, become. Well, I, I was a big fan of Andrew Yang. I was a big fan of Andrew Yang. He was a Yang. Democrat, right? 
he didn't want to be in a party, but they made him pick one. So he ran. He, so he, he ran was, Democrat. He was independent. They didn't. Yeah. So he ran Democrat. I loved him, man. Like he had amazing ideas. He had. Um, he was so articulate. He just his character was incredible. I mean, like he had, he had a plan for everyone. He had he he was fixing. He had an, an idea for every problem that we had. He even was coming up with a way to pay stay at home mothers. So. They actually have worth, so it's like because if you have a stay-at-home mother, they're raising the next generation, mm-hmm. but their val their job is valued at zero. That shouldn't be a th- a thing in his eyes. So he's saying that like if we have a stay-at-home mother, we need to value their job, even if it's like twenty grand a year. It's like you're paying that you're you're building the next generation. So it's like wh- what are we gonna do? Um, because then when your that kid is done being raised. You have no job experience. You have nothing. If you wanted to get a job, if you got divorced. If your family died, you have nothing. So we we need to give you something because you're actually helping society, you know. So it's like even things like that. He was talking about how like truckers eventually they might be going, you know, losing jobs because of automation. Um, trucking business is getting less popular. Although it's they need more people, it's getting less popular because people don't want to do it. He said, okay, what are we gonna do to help these truckers? And then he started talking about UBI. And then he started talking he's that? uh universal basic income. Yeah. And then he's saying how like uh you can't expect these uh 50, 60, 70 year old truckers to just learn how to code overnight and get new jobs. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, man. It's like the our <laughs> our biggest export is homeless people. You know? Not that we're making them leave the country, but like that's what we create. Mm-hmm. Homeless people. Because the world's changing and it's not entirely our politicians' fault. It's Kind of everything because we're growing, we're evolving. But I loved Andrew Yang because he was trying to figure it out. He was trying to figure it out, and the media wouldn't cover him. The media didn't like him. Um, uh, yeah, that that I hate the media. Like I can't. So I yeah. can't stand it. But people really liked him. I I liked him. I actually donated to um his whatever because he's he was like Bernie Sanders, where it's like I'm not going to uh ask uh get money from banks. I'm going to ask it from the people. But now. So he obviously didn't, you know, get the presidency. I'm hoping he runs again in the next four years. Um, but now he's running to be the mayor of New York. Um, uh, who, who's that, Cuomo? I hate him. But so he's running to be the mayor. Um, and hopefully that'll get there. And he says one of the reasons he thinks he didn't, you know, get first. I think he was the fifth to last person in the Democratic, uh, you know, party yeah. or whatever, which is really close for a newbie, a new face. So he wasn't in pol- politics before that? No, no, oh, he wow. wasn't. And he said. The reason he thinks he didn't get any further is because no one knew him. No one knew who he was. Um, but now that his face is out there, his name's out there, now that he's going to be he's trying to be the mayor, he's um people are gonna know him yeah. more. He's gonna become more household. And I think if he runs again, he'll have a better chance. And and, and I really I urge people that, you know, were upset with Trump or upset with Biden, people that were on the fence for both, um, or whatever, I really, really think you should look into, you know, Andrew Yang. And I don't wanna be the kind of person where it's like if you don't Vote for my guy. You suck. It's like, no, if you don't vote him, that's fine, man. You do what's best for you. Don't worry about what's be- best for everybody because everybody doesn't fucking matter. You matter. Okay, I'll worry about myself. You worry about yourself. But I think Andrew Yang is able to help you in addition to a lot of other people. So I liked him. I'll definitely have to do some. I like liked him. him up. Yeah, well, I, I think he did two Joe Rogan podcasts. He did an H3H3 po- or an H3 podcast. He's probably on a few others. I mean, like... You could listen to him debate. He sounds so intelligent. Everyone else is kind of just yelling at each other. He's he's a fucking man. His, and his logo was a play on uh, MAGA. 
His logo was math. So he's, it's kind of racist, I guess. I don't know. Uh, he's Asian. Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, his logo was math. And it said, <laughs> and it meant make America think hard, uh, which is so funny. But um, God, what a man. I like, I, I, I donate like 10 grand to have him on this podcast <laughs> just to talk to him. That's no, cool. I don't think I'd be able to survive if I donated 10 grand. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, Andrew. Okay. Um, I definitely think you should look into him, though. Anyway, politicians fucking suck. No, I know. And the media is... That, like, that's part of the issue. Like, you watch all the dystopians, but, like, it's a big corporation. Like, I kind of get that feeling now. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I... So, I was talking to Uncle Pat how... The man. Like, is Amazon... Like, the, the um, amount of control Amazon has is scary. Yes. Like, it's scary. Like, I don't think like, people understand, like, some of those big corporations... Like honestly, control almost everything. And people are starting to understand. Like people it's scary. People are getting. What are you, you talking to him about, though, Uncle Pat? Um. Well, it's like, is Amazon considered a monopoly? Like those big companies, how are they not considered well, a monopoly yet? I don't. What do you, What do you say? Well, he just he doesn't know. Like he thinks, am, especially Amazon, because the issue is it's a big gray area, and Bezos knows how to stay in that gray area, which is good for him. But the thing is, and I've been saying this for a long time, and so have a lot of other people. It's that. We didn't, when we wrote down the laws of monopolizations, it's like we didn't expect the internet to be a thing. Mm. So it's like, it is a monopoly. We just have, well, haven't have written the laws not, down though, yet. because eBay's still there. No, but I'm saying, I know the whole thing is a monopoly. You, you run the industry and there's no competitors. But I'm saying, in this new world, this new age, this is a monopoly. Oh, no, yeah. We just haven't been able to write it down yet. Well, that's, that's what I was saying to him. Like, I honestly think they're a monopoly, and it's scary. But, like, written in stone, they're not, technically. But if you honestly look at them, they're pretty damn... Because they actually just made, I think it was, like, 13 planes, which is a lot of them yeah. cut down shipping costs to the point that oh. pretty soon they make everything so cheap they can start controlling the market. Like, prices, because they get there so low. Yeah. And they already have, like, Amazon Basics that they create... So once you cut out shipping, like yeah. that's what your that's what their whole expense and, is. And they don't allow competition either. Like the whole thing where they like, they'll see a business they really like. They did it with this toilet paper. I think I think it was toilet paper um business company. They really liked this toilet paper, and they said, "I'm not lying. This isn't just a story. You can look it up. I don't know what it's called though." They like this toilet paper company. They like their uh whatever, and they said, "Hey, we'll buy your company for this much money," and they were like, "No, we don't want to sell." So Amazon's like, all right, fuck you. And Amazon started selling toilet paper for super fucking cheap. Ran that business out of business. And then I go, hey, we'll buy your company, but for basically nothing. And they had no choice but to sell it. I think that's the issue. That's now. that's illegal. That's actually that, that there's a there's a word for it. It's um f- I'm fucking taking a business major. It's <laughs> it's uh <laughs> um not in competition or n- no competition, something like that, where that that's not that can't be a thing, but no one's doing anything about it. Because he's worth billions. He's paying all these people. It's like, you got to be so stupid to think that you live in a safe world and there's no corruption. Oh, it's absurd. Like, you, your brain has to be actually put on backwards. <laughs> I, 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 it's ridiculous. when pe- Holy shit. Like, it drives me wild when people think like that. Oh, it's all going to be okay. Oh, they've been saying that for years. It's, oh my God. They've been saying it for years. No, maybe something's wrong. You look at um how Amazon paid no money in taxes, and how the government allowed that as long as they put more money into the into economy, the, in, yeah. But which pretty much allowed them 
to expand to the point that they are becoming that monopoly. Like, well, you can't blame the government, yeah. but like they help the situation. That you kind of wonder, who, what ties does he have to some of those politicians? Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that, like, a lot of people were angry at Trump for, like, not paying certain taxes well, or a lot of money. You know why? He was, he actually had losses on his, like, you know, like, he read out. Well, like, yeah, well, so I was going to say, because... A lot of people are angry at him, but a lot of things he did that seems illegal was was legal. Mm-hmm. It's like making a million dollars and putting it back into your company, you can write that off. But that's where the shadiness comes in. It's because if Jeff Bezos says, I made a billion dollars this year, I'm putting it back into my company and I'm only paying myself sixty grand. They'll tax him on that sixty grand, but they won't tax him what he put back in his company. But it's like, bro, he, he's he could use the money. Mm-hmm. He could just write it off as a business expense, and that's why it's corrupt. Whereas, like, the only way to fix that is like we need like people to audit these people so, so I'm heavily. Like, I'm like, when they say tax the rich, I think that's kind of stupid. But changing the tax system so they don't find the loopholes, I agree with. Is that there are some stupid things like yeah, I like. One of the things I want to do is kind of not start a real estate estate business, like portfolio, like rent out houses. Doing the research, you go right off some stupid stuff. Well, yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. Well, okay. So I know we're talking about all the negatives right now, but- There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. But I'm starting my merch uh, store soon, um, and it's not that bad. 50% of the the profits are going to- um, you know, autism. And I kind of like, want to do that. Start an endangered species. Um, yeah. Thing. Well, I, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this because I'm not that fucking popular, but I'd like to do like 50% of the profit goes to this, this or that, like a new one every month. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. But for the month of March, I'm going to open up the store and 50% of the profits is, is go is going to go to um an, au- an autism foundation. I haven't picked one yet. I'll release it when it happens. But the the profits I make from that, the other 50%, I'm not using that to go to Wawa. I'm going to use it to, you know, expand the table, buy but another can't mic. Can't you write those all off? That's what I'm because saying. You're well, I don't know. I'm going to try. But because I don't have an LLC, they might not allow it. But I'm mm. going to try. Um, I might have an argument. But the point is, like, I can take those profits and, and you know, I'm not spending it, I'm not spending it myself. I'm spending it on the, the, the business, right? Uh, air quotes. Um, so that's what these big players are doing, but with a lot more money. And then if they just say, I'm putting it back to my business, none of it goes to taxes. And then the little guy, like me and you, get nothing. Um, Our roads don't get uh, cleaned. Our schools don't get better. Crime doesn't go down. Jobs are uh, getting lost. You know, it's like we can't pay for certain medications. We Stupid. So. And the funny thing is, like, all the politicians are pro-raising the tax rate because they know they're still going to find loopholes that none of them want to actually change, like, the... What do you call tax breaks or like none of them want to change the write offs. They just want to make it seventy percent because they know they're <sighs> not paying that seventy percent. And that's what yeah. So it's a thing with like they just raised New Jersey minimum wage. I think statewide, um, right? So it's like raising minimum wage isn't going to do anything. Oh no. The taxes need to be changed, and like the super wealthy need to be audited. Like oh my, I found that's what's going to help it. There was somebody saying how it's unfair how somebody pays somebody has to buy three do- three dollars worth of milk. And get paid seven twenty five an hour, which is complete bullshit. That seventy twenty five is Illinois, where milk is eighty nine cents. Oh yeah, where what like, the hell? Where like you could pull stupid things together, but it's Illinois is eighty nine cents to buy milk. Yeah, or maybe I think it was a twenty seventeen stat. But the whole point Still, I was that oh Jesus the Christ, point, yeah, here's three dollars, but we make twelve yeah over fifteen an hour. With that if people don't realize that it doesn't help, you can't raise fifteen dollars in Illinois where they're making they need eighty nine cents to buy a milk. Like 
different based on the state. Yeah, but. and it doesn't like people. People think that raising minimum wage is going to help, as if nothing else is going to raise in price. That's what I'm saying. We're Illinois now. That milk's going to be three dollars, like ours. Like I was just recently talking to a business owner, um, like a was it nearby? What's the, what's the word? Oh, no, cl- uh, Doesn't matter. Uh, whatever. A business owner close to here, and she was saying that like because the minimum wage is raised. To be able to pay my employees and be able to keep this place open, I have to raise my prices. And I'm like, yeah, you see how that fixes nothing? Or she has to cut their hours, and in the end, they make less money. Yeah, and then, then she also loses her business because if she has to cut hours, she has to open up less days. She has to like make sure you can't open on Sundays. You no, don't I'm open saying, on weekends. Having five employees, no, no, you're you right. Four. You're right, yeah. but it's like you can't overwork them either. So it's like, okay, but now we, now I can't open every day of the week. No, exactly. So then you, so you lose. So but first, you know who it helps though is the big corporations. Oh yeah, the big guys. Huh? Uh huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> so stupid. I want to. You know, it makes me think. I wanted to write. I don't want to share my story. I don't want to share my idea, but I will. Then, I will. No, okay. I will. Okay. I will. I had this like not post-apocalyptic or like dystopian. It is kind of dystopian, but I had this idea for a story, where it's like everything's owned by like one or two big corporations. And uh, no one could find work. No one could find money. And everyone lives in malls. Basically, like, the bottom floor of the mall is all the stores. And the top, like, five is all the apartments. And literally, everyone is a performer. Like, you, everyone's on YouTube now. Everyone's on TikTok. Everyone's on, you know, trying to get on TV. That's what people keep gravitating towards. So in this, like, dystopian, like, story, everyone's, like, in the mall, like, Blowing fire, trading cards, make do acting scenes because everyone's like, we can't work, can't do anything. So I'm I'm a street performer now. That's how yeah. I make my money. I'm playing my instrument. It's like, and I thought that'd be like a comical kind of fun story with like a really dark like background. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of what's happening. It's like no one. We. It's like, look at fucking me. Look at me. I couldn't work for the last year. So I spent a lot of my time doing YouTube and a lot of time my time doing writing, which is great. I'm very grateful for. But it's like. Now that I'm working again, by necessity, not by choice, I have like a really bad disease for those of you who don't know, and I could fucking die if I had COVID. So by necessity, I have to work. Um, but I might lose it again because of the minimum wage, because of COVID, because of the big guys, and then I'm gonna be stuck playing my little games and doing my art like, stuff. That's the issue where like, I'm not trying to bash politics, but like how no, have when bash they, politics, well, yeah, fuck but, politics. But my point is like Do when it. they um. When they try to attack the person's like feelings, like all right, we'll give you free stuff, we'll raise your minimum wage. That's we'll a fallacy. That's a that's we'll a logical fallacy. Affordable housing, it is not possible. You want you want free college? Well, your taxes are going up. You're making less money. I you mean, keep talking. I'm listening. But, I want to get a book. You keep talking. But um, yeah, no, that's just the issue. It's the fact that how um, they try to use your emotions rather than actual logic. Where whether you support Trump or not, lowering the taxes in the end actually helped a lot of people. Uh-huh. Where taxing the rich, they're avo- like we went before, they're avoiding anyway. It's not going to help you. It's only going to hurt you. Exactly. You, you see what's happening in um, California. The rich, the taxes are too high. Rich are leaving. That that um homeless rate is going to skyrocket. Oh my gosh, California skyrocket. is a shit show. Fifteen minimum wage, taxing the rich doesn't work. Like th- that's your sample right there. Like. Right it's so stupid. It's so uh, this is this book is it's like really simple. It's easy to read. It's literally a list of all the logical fallacies, and one of them, which is it was like appeal to like emotion or whatever, mm-hmm. is basically what you just did. Um, it's a, it's a fallacy where it's like if you're talk if you just want to make me feel better, 
it's like it's logically not sound. Like you have to come up with real things and how you're gonna fix stuff. But uh, I don't know how much it was. It says uh, it's like fourteen dollars. But it's really cool. It's, it's very interesting. If you want to get good at arguing and, and calling people out on their shit, this is great. But well, what I you know, like especially like um, not Biden, Bernie. How free stuff, free stuff, yeah, free stuff. Shut, shut up. It's not. It does. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Logically, it doesn't work like that. And and all these young people are like, let's do communism. Let's do communism. People don't understand that communism doesn't work. I've done so much research on socialism. It does not work. All the like they you they know they say like the Nordic countries are like the model society. Uh-huh. They're leaving socialism. They all hate it. And yeah. It like it's absurd. And they gotta understand that that's a small scale that's leaving. How the hell if it doesn't work for three million, is it gonna work for three hundred and thirty million people? And the issue is that like with socialism, it's kind of like you know, there's like a base model. This people get this, people get that. That how the hell they gonna figure out the needs for 330 million people? That like Canada, Canada official, they figure out their own healthcare system, and they have a lot less people than us. That they they have to come yeah, here. PewDiePie has more subscribers than Canada's <laughs> people. Uh, Canada's got like but, 40 million people. But they can't figure Isn't out. Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, he's like 50. Yeah, it's absurd. The, no, no, the Canada only has 40 million citizens. And he has 50 million. No, he has over a hundred million. Nah, I remember he had 50. That's crazy. Bro, he's got, like, almost three Canadas. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's absurd. But keep going. Keep going. The socialism and, and stuff. But, you yeah, know, is that the people in Canada, how... So they have 40 million people. 40 million, you said? Last time I checked, it was, like, 35, and the population doesn't grow that fast. Well, let's so, so, let's, so let's say 40. 40. How the people there, okay. they, w- they have cancer. They have to wait six months to get tested, yeah. six months to get treatment. Now, if it's that slow there, how the hell is that going to work the 330 million people. Exactly. Like, think logically. Well, that's why, that's one of the reasons why communism doesn't work, because people starve to death. Mm-hmm. And also, the same reason why communism doesn't work is the same reason why our form of capitalism here isn't working right now. Because people are greedy. The only way communism can work is if there's a benevolent leader, someone who really cares about the people, who's not lying. That's, that's not going to happen. And people are like, communism, communism, look, the politicians, they're going to tell us communism, and we're going to believe them, and they're going to treat us right. They're not treating you right now. What makes you think they're going to treat you right in communism? Exactly. That's why, I mean, capitalists are not, as of, at the moment, I think it is our best option, because at least yeah, you have a yes. choice. Yeah, well. Where it's going, I mean, no. The way, no, because we fucked up, because the internet came, and everything got That's what I'm saying, up. but like, innate, like, by its nature, you have a choice. Yeah. I mean. There are some it, there are serious issues with every single. Well, like we're we're government. a mixed economy. Yeah, but the way capitalism is it, supposed to work is like I I it's basically like a trading system. Yeah, you're only worth what you can give me. So it's like capitalism is like if you can give me your time to work, I will give you compensation. If you want to barter and trade, we can do that. Like you have to actually put in work. Exactly. Um, and that's why and that's why it works. Um, the way it's going on right now is be, be, I think our mixed economy is mixed in ways where it doesn't make any sense. So that's why we can get these big people like, you know, Jeff Bezos to have billions of dollars. We can have the Fed um, keep pumping out money that we just printed for no reason. We're borrowing money from ourselves, basically, and that's why we're in so much debt. That doesn't make any sense. You know what's absurd? So you know how, so you know um when, when the stimulus checks came out once American people, the new ones coming up, Biden was trying to push giving millions of dollars to other countries. Like, I'm not trying to like attack like the no, whole pol- political stupid. here, but like we have issues here. Why aren't we fixing the issues here? Yeah, no, it's stupid. I I don't know. I just it's a mess, man. It's a mess, and 
and then going back to the whole college thing and finding fulfillment and being happy and like you want to do uh, football, robotics. It's like we got all these dreams. You know, me, you, you know, all of our friends, our family got all these dreams. But and, you know, we were really blessed to you know be obviously born in this country because it, it is great. But a lot of the you know older generations, whether it, it's our parents or it's you know their parents, um, a lot of them are like they think. Or they thought, they were raised to believe that there's one way to do this. One way to be in America, one way to be successful. But the last 80 to 100 years of American history was such a fluke. It was such a, like, huge push of luck that it's it's almost impossible that that happened again. Where people are like, I'm going to go to high school, come out and find a job at 18 and get a pension. And that's not a thing anymore. You know, I can't go to a university for $500 anymore. I can't do that. You know, my interest rates are a lot higher, you know. Politics is different. The population's bigger. Race is a bigger, you know, thing right now than it might have been in, like, the 80s or the 90s. It's like, it's so fucked up right now. And then, you know, you talk to your mother, your father, or your grandmother, and they say, oh, go to college, get a degree, and get that job. It's like, I'm sorry, man. It's it's not 1960. It's not 1950. That's, like, that's what I'm doing. I mean, luckily, what I'm doing, I'm passionate about. But you hear people like they just, they they have to go to college. Like they don't know any other way. We're like, I know um my one friend's going to vocational school, and like that's a perfectly you know perfectly yeah, no, good course. solution. My girlfriend's going to be a welder. She's going to vocational. Isn't that what school. Timmy did? Timmy's uh, diesel mechanics. But he went to like some. Like I don't think he went to Vogue school, but he went to a. a it wasn't. He went college, to a. Co- well, it wasn't a college. It was a trade school. But exactly though, like. People, yeah. like, they aren't accustomed to that, not realizing that there's possibilities there, too. But now you're racking up the debt. And, like, that's one good thing I have is that you have that choice. You can go to that Vogue school mm-hmm. and make the money. It's, it's not the, you know, you do yeah. have some choice. You have you, you do have choice. But it's just upsetting that, like, a lot of the parents are like, oh, take our student loans. And, pay, and you, then you got to pay them back. It's just, it's what you got to do. It's Stupid like, it's like, stop talking about <laughs> student loans like, it's a fact of life. Like, we've perfected society, and this is how you do it. So there was um a TikTok, and it was, like, the guy, and he was like, all right, so how are you doing right now? He goes, I'm doing really good. He goes, so you have a house? He goes, yeah. You have debt? He goes, yeah. He goes, you have a college degree? The guy goes, yeah. You have debt? Yeah. So he goes, so you think you're successful for having debt? Like, that's what society perceives that. You're successful for having debt on your house, the debt on a car, and debt on college. You're considered successful. Like, that. that's the yeah. issue with I mean, like, I know, like, for some cases, that's kind of what you need to, like, for certain jobs, but it's just something that needs to be fixed. It's different. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. The, the credit system is fucked up. You ever watch? You ever watch the movie Fight Club? No. Go when you go home. To, it's like a three-hour movie, so maybe not tonight. But <laughs> the next day, you watch Fight Club. Watch that, and then watch it again, and then watch it again, and you talk to me about that. Anyone that's listening that uh, hasn't watched Fight Club, watch Fight Club. The book's right here. The book kind of sucks, though. The movie's great. Um, that's a first. Usually the book's always better. Not always, but yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to, I've talked about it already in a few podcasts, but the book sucked in my opinion. All right. So what are you saying? Well, it's about credit. It's about finding fulfillment in life. It's about, you know, um, being able to be your own person. It's about, you know, how society views men, how society views women. It's very deep. And it's, it's almost like a religious event, you know, when I put that movie on. People should uh, should uh, watch that movie and really pick it apart and then read stuff about it. It's really good. But they talk about the credit system. And, yeah, the credit here is screwed. 
It's like you come here from another country. Like, all right, I'm ready to buy a house. And like, do you have credit? And they're like, what? It's like, oh, so you're not getting by in this country without credit. Um, but it's also like, it also makes sense though, because how is a bank gonna expect you to pay off this house if well, you have so no credit? If you see um that, so most credit cards, there's very few you can get without credit, and the rest of them you need credit. That some credit cards are starting to do based on salary, that you need to have like three or four years of salary, and then yeah. if it qualifies, you can get it. Which I guess it's kind of a hard thing because what if you lose your job? But that's with even with good credit, you could lose your job. Yeah. But that there's some credit cards now doing that. That it's more of if you have year over year salary and it's consistent, we'll give you a credit card rather than at 18 you having to get a credit card and build that credit. Um, um and it's also just like no, like I know I wasn't taught, and you can say like shame on me, but I feel like someone should have t- sat me down talking about it. Like I didn't know how the credit worked. I didn't know how student loans worked. I didn't know how, like, private versus federal loans worked. I didn't know what, you know, how to calculate interest rates. I didn't know any of this stuff. So people your age, people my age, are going into these big life decisions and leaving, not realizing what we did to ourselves. So, like, I actually watch, since I want to do some real estate stuff in stock market, I actually watch a lot of YouTube that I do know a broad understanding. But, like, I haven't taken financial lit yet, but everybody who has says it's a joke. Like, they, yeah. don't, teach yeah. <laughs> they don't teach you anything in school. Like, there's so much that they should that they don't like it's just mm-hmm. like there's certain things in school yeah. like we were talking about before like that you don't need and there is something that you should need, like how to you know pay a mortgage and all that bs but well yeah i've learned more on my own in the last year than i have in 12 years of school i always make the joke youtube you can learn anything on YouTube. anything on youtube anything on youtube and if you're like oh well that person could be wrong you know there's like 80 million sources 80 million videos bro i've learned so much more on my own in the last year than i've learned Anywhere else in my life. I'm not saying get rid of school, but I'm not, no, some but reform, that, reform, reform. You got to change it. Have you, do you know um, Prince EA? No, I don't. Uh, he's a guy. He does like YouTube videos. Watch. He's kind of he's kind of annoying, but he's pretty cool. Is that he do spoken word? Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I can't stand him. All right. I mean, that's what the I'm message is there. That's what I'm saying. He's I can't, kind of annoying. I, I'll read what he's saying. I cannot listen to him. But um, that's what I'm saying. He, but either way, though, he. Did a thing about school reform. He showed a picture of a phone, then a phone now, and he did that well, BS. And you see the schools, and like I picked, I, I I picked that apart. And there's a lot of like, you know, things in there that are like, all right, bro, you're that's scraping the barrel. No, I know, but but the, I understand the message, and I understand you know, the, the narrative and how I get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I want to start day trading. I need like twenty five grand, like we talked about uh, before the episode. Um, I make. I don't want to say my wage. Um, I make you guys are wondering, I'm down 30 bucks in two weeks. Nice, nice. I make a certain, I make a wage. If I can make that small wage, by the way, I mean, like, with all things considered, relatively speaking, it's small. If I can make that every day, day trading, why am I, why am I going to go back to work? I can, day, and like, day trading is not easy. And like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fucking full-time job. But I mean, like, if you make, if you make five hundred dollars a day, that's like one hundred and forty thousand a year. But if I do, if I can just make like eighty dollars a day, I'll basically be working like an, on a part time job. Yeah. So it's like I can, I'll, I'll day trade if I maybe like four hours a day instead of like eight. Like, oh, cool. Okay, I got eighty dollars. I'm done now. It's, not, it's no, easier said than done. But kind of why I started it. I mean, I, as I started, it's a lot harder. But just that, um, with school, it's hard to get. Like, yeah. I'll come home time with six hours of homework. Like, there's no way I'm getting to a job without staying No up. way. No way. So, um, 
that's why I kind of want to start. Like, you can come home, make my twenty bucks. I'm done. I'm good for the day. Like, I'm yeah. a high school kid. I don't need a salary. It's it is but, risky um, though because day trading is the only job where you're gonna lose money. You know. Oh, I know. I've experienced so, that. So, yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> I made, I think, six grand on plug. Oh, the stock. Yeah, I told Paul, cousin Paul, I was like, listen, it was like it was like four or twelve dollars in between. I was like. You go look at plug. Plug is really cool. I really like it. A year later, it's at seventy bucks. That's crazy. Yep. I t- told him. I think I told him about fuel cell. I bought it at three dollars. It's at twenty three now. Um, a lot of you know electric companies. A lot of like battery companies. So actually, though, Biden's pushing something that um, what is it called? He wants the federal anything by the government to be electric vehicles. Yeah. And. Police stations are start using Teslas, so yes. remember that. I know that. You guys, too. I, it's too late for me to jump into Tesla. I don't have that much capital. Um, but Some fr- fractional shares. Well, yes, fractional shares. But here's the thing. When you're going into stocks, if you're lucky enough to grab, like, the Tesla, great. But if you're not lucky enough to grab that, you, you do your studying, you do your research, and find out what the Tesla needs to survive. In the Tesla factory, what machines do they use to create the Teslas? Okay, they use this kind of machine. What patent does that machine have? Invest in that company. Where do they get their materials? Yeah, invest in that company. That's why I invested in hydrogen fuel cell technology. I invested in uh, electronic batteries because I knew we were going into the electric world. So I was like, okay, well, it's too late to invest in electric vehicles. It's too late to invest in all that. Um, So I'm going to invest in what the electric vehicle needs to be alive. Going back to Amazon, that's the issue. They control all that. Like They are getting to the point that all the means production, they're going to control, and that's why they're so bad. But um, no, yeah, that's (sighs) just, yeah, stock market. Yeah, stock market. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, hey, this was great. Thank you so much for uh, coming here. Like, uh, what's the word, like, uh, spur of the moment? Yeah, I don't know. It was fun, though. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, right? You're going to take these headphones off, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I, I enj- these are weird when you first put them on. No, but when you're going to take them off, and you're not going to be used to it, you're going to be like, no, put me back. Put me back <laughs> in. Put me back in. <laughs> For the blue pill, blue pill. Um, It's weird. It's uh, it's fun, though. Um, But great. Thank you. Thank you, Steven. This is awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>